Today, we're going to talk about how to set, plan, and achieve your goals. I call it thriving in the fast lane. And to me, it's about being highly productive without feeling stressed out or overwhelmed. I remember what it used to be like running around all day, getting a lot of things done and moving at a really fast pace but at the same time feeling exhausted and overwhelmed. I would lay my head on the pillow at night and that would be the first time that I took just a couple of minutes for myself to rest. As soon as that happened, all the thoughts of the day would pop into my mind and I'd end up having a hard time falling asleep, which continued to make the problem worse. When I started having panic attacks and anxiety, I really didn't know what the cause was. My husband would say, Danette, what's causing you stress? And I would say, you know, I don't know. Like sometimes I would be in a moment that would be perfectly happy and I would all of a sudden feel stress. That's what started me on this journey to figure out how to end my panic attacks anxiety. I was able to end the anxiety using what I call inspired thinking. And what's interesting is that when the anxiety went away, my productivity skyrocketed, which is the opposite that you might expect. You might think of being highly productive as a state of being that creates stress and anxiety, but that's not the case. The stress and anxiety that we put on ourselves in our effort to be perfectionist and people pleasers actually takes time away from productivity. Today, we're going to break down productivity into a very simple three-step formula to help you set, plan, and achieve your goals. Hello and welcome. Danette here. Thank you for joining me on the Shine First Today podcast. If you're interested in being highly productive without being stressed out, then you're in the right place. Please consider subscribing so that you can stay informed when we release new episodes like this one. Hello and welcome. My name is Danette Lowe and this is Shine First Today, where we help you learn how to follow your own internal guidance system. Thank you for joining us. Today, I am super excited to announce that our planner book, Thriving in the Fast Lane, is now available on Amazon. In this book, Thriving in the Fast Lane, 90 Days to Set, Plan, and Achieve Your Goals, we have developed a number of writing exercises, a number of prompts, a number of goal-setting exercises, and we've given you templates for four months' worth of activity And at the end of each month, one of my favorite parts in here is the reflection on the previous month. I'm super excited. We'll put a link to this in Amazon, but I'm so proud of this. And if you decide to pick up a copy, I hope you enjoy it as well. Early on in my career as a financial advisor, I was very busy, very successful, working very hard. And At one point, I had an opportunity to attend a conference. It was all women financial advisors. We had a breakout session where we were able to ask some senior women financial advisors what their tips were and strategies to give to us, the young ones up and coming. 
And one of the questions to the senior advisor was, how do you get to sleep at night? The response from the first mentor at the table was, well, that's easy. I take sleeping pills. The other senior advisor, she nodded and said, yeah, that's what I do too. And I thought to myself at the time, I thought that just can't be the answer, right? I want to be able to be thriving. I want to be able to get a lot done, but not at the expense of stress and health. I spent a large part of my career burning the candle at both ends, really doing too much in an effort to get things done. I was in the fast lane, but I wasn't thriving. I was high achieving at the expense of taking care of myself. I got a tremendous amount of things done, did great at work, took great care of my family, but again, generally at the expense of sleep and exercise, and that's really when the panic attacks began. Since I've been practicing the thriving in the fast lane concept, I have launched two podcasts. I've been able to launch this, my passion business. I'm still working full-time in my current business, and that is going extremely well. Let's talk about the first step, and that is setting your goals. One of the concepts that I'm very passionate about is the idea of 10xing your time. I heard it explained this way. If you want to double something in your life, if you're a business owner, and you want to double your revenue, then the way to do that would just be to work harder. You already know how to do what you're doing. And so if you want twice as much of that, then just work harder. And that is what I used to do in the past. I think that's what a lot of us do. But if you want to 10 times something, if you are running a business and you want to 10 times your revenue, then you have to have true transformation. You cannot get to a goal of having 10 times the amount of something without making true transformation, true change has to happen. And so that's where I'd like to start when we think about setting a goal. I want you to think about it in terms of soul fulfilling, something that is going to make a major difference in your life, something that right now today, if you think about it, you're not 100% sure if you could actually accomplish it. That's what gives you energy and the ability to put as much effort as possible into achieving something that you don't actually give yourself 100% chance of achieving. Earlier in the year, I had the wonderful opportunity to hear Brendan Bouchard, the motivational speaker, talk about goal setting. And he said in his work that he found that there are three things that need to happen to make a goal really be worth fulfilling. The first one is it has to bring you energy. The second is it has to enhance your community. It has to enhance the relationships of the people around you. And the third and most important part is it has to fill your soul's purpose. It has to be soul-fulfilling. And if you can set a goal that has those three aspects, 
that it brings you energy, it connects you with your community, and it fills your soul, then that's a wonderful goal worth pursuing. That's how the six aspects of life came into being. I was trying to balance work and life with each other, and I didn't realize at the time that our work does not equal our life. Our work is just a small part of the totality of our lives. I had no balance. I was working an insane number of hours, and it seemed like for me that every waking hour was dedicated to taking care of someone else or something else. Every time I went on vacation, I usually got sick. It was the first time that I could just chill out for a minute, and I usually ended up getting sick. In the six aspects of life framework, I like to think of the different categories as internal and external. I have a category for relationships and then also the relationship with ourselves. That would be an internal aspect. Think about the balance of these with each other. Do we spend as much time taking care of ourselves as we do for taking care of everyone else around us? How about travel as the external aspect and our homes are the internal aspect? When we go to sleep at night, our bedroom is our sanctuary. When we travel, have you brought something from your home to help your temporary home feel special? I travel for work a lot, and I usually bring a diffuser with essential oils. We know what work is, but what about play? How much time are we devoting to taking a new class, learning a new hobby, like playing the piano, learning a foreign language? When we start to fill in the internal and external aspects of life, then we start to see where we're trying to balance work against life, it's hard because it doesn't equal each other. And I realize there are more aspects to life than what I listed in this little chart, but this is just a primer to get you started on thinking about how you want to set your goals. The real key to thriving in the fast lane is the fact that I am not trying to balance one aspect of my life against another, I am trying to keep myself in balance. Because if I'm in balance as I move through my work, as I move through my day, as things come at me, if I'm in balance, I can handle the things that come towards me. The next step is then planning to achieve the goal. I used to always be one who would set a goal and then start right away in doing the tasks necessary to achieve the goal. One of the things that we often do is overschedule ourselves. It certainly is one of my biggest struggles is overscheduling myself. I use a tool called Calendly, and even if you don't have people booking into your schedule, I would highly recommend using this program because what it allows you to do is create a boundary on your schedule. It allows you to create time buffers 
for different types of events. I'm really guilty of if I have an appointment at two o'clock and that ends at three o'clock, I'm very guilty of starting the next appointment at three o'clock. And one day in my schedule, I had agreed to have appointments from one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, and four o'clock. I was like, why did I do that to myself? If you set up appointments in Calendly and you set this little special thing called a buffer, it will not let you overbook yourself. And the thing that's lovely about Calendly is it can check your availability against multiple calendars. It's a really lovely system of I cannot be trusted to look at my own calendar to book in an appointment because I will overschedule myself. Let's talk about step three, and that is accomplishing the goal. How much time are you going to spend working on achieving the goal? And then book that into your calendar. Create some time around even just thinking about the goal. Just imagining the goal is a great way to spend time, especially if you don't know what you're going to do next. It's really hard to know how long it's going to take to achieve these major life-changing, 10xing type goals. I remember one time I had a really big goal that I wanted to do in my client service model. And I booked 24 hours in my calendar. And by the end of 60 minutes, I was pretty much done. I was like, wow, because the outcome was so big, I translated that into how much time it would take. Sometimes we have these really big goals and because it's so big and we don't know how long it's going to take, we may hesitate to even start. By blocking out a certain amount of time per day to work on this major goal, then it's going to help you get it done. Just sit and imagine the goal as if it has already happened. How would your life be different if this goal that you want to achieve has already happened? Visualize what that might be like and feel the positive emotions of having already achieved it. What that exercise will do, if you do that just a couple of minutes each day, will help you bring that goal into reality much faster. As you go throughout your day, you will start to recognize the components of your life that are supporting that goal or taking away from that goal. It helps with decision-making. If you can really clearly see what the goal will look like after it's accomplished, then it will help you with decision-making along the way. You will be able to say, hey, this is in alignment with the goal, so I should move forward with that activity. But if it's not in alignment, I should stay away from that. I'm going to give you three things that will help you achieve any goal. I'm sure you've heard this before, but that is to eliminate, automate, and delegate in that order. If things are crazy and overwhelming, what can you eliminate? 
What are you doing that doesn't need to be done? I try to look at this a couple of times a day. I try to ask myself before I engage in any activity, is this something that needs to be done? The second one is to automate. There are so many apps available now that can help us automate, even setting reminders on our phone. I use Airtable a lot. For Airtable, I have certain tasks automatically populate into my system. I have Airtable automatically email me when certain conditions exist. And that is a really wonderful way to reduce the amount of work and time you're spending on things. And then if you're looking at a task or a project and say, it absolutely has to be done, I can't eliminate it, I've automated as much as I can, and what's left is to delegate. We're so used to doing so many things ourselves that delegating is sometimes really hard. We think, It's going to take me longer to teach someone how to do it. The thinking that we want to adopt is delegating is going to help elevate someone else, and it's going to free up more of our time to do the things that are soul-fulfilling, to do the things that bring us energy. If it's something that you've done hundreds of times, and you're really good at it, and you know how to do it, probably something that can be delegated. For me, the most effective tool in my toolbox for accomplishing really big goals is getting what I call inspired help, or using the inspired thinking method. And what that means is just asking for your own internal guidance system to help you when you're stuck. If you're not sure what the next optimal step is, take a minute and ask your internal guidance system. By taking a minute to ask your internal guidance, what is the next optimal step? And then to see how the answer comes to you. It is so much fun and it is so relaxing. Just learning how to communicate in that way with your own internal guidance system is so much fun. After you do it for a while, after you try it four or five times, it becomes automatic. You learn how to trust yourself. You learn how to trust your own internal guidance system, and it always seems to point you in the right direction. I have never been let down by my own internal guidance system. In the book, Thriving in the Fast Lane, 90 Days to Set, Plan, and Achieve Your Goals, we have a little primer on the COM method, the four steps of asking for internal guidance. We have the six aspects of life explanation here in it. If you pick up a copy, I hope you enjoy it. I had so much fun putting it together. In our last episode, we talked about how to use a vision board to create an epic travel goal. I will link to that episode. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you have an amazing day, and I'll see you in the next episode. If you're looking for more support on your journey and you want to join a lovely community of like-minded people, please head over to our website at shinefirsttoday.com. 
We have a number of resources to help guide you on your journey. I'm sending you light and love. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.